The NFL season is about to begin and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, on today's episode of Locked On Spartans, that's right, we are breaking down and chopping up the Penguins. It's not as violent as that seemed. All right, let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone. It is September 8th. That's right, one day uh, before the NFL football season, if that's something that you're into. Um, This is Locked on Spartans. I am your host, Matt Sheehan, and yes, I am reporting to you from my sailboat, as it is roughly the 52nd thunderstorm that we've had in the metro Detroit area here as I'm recording on a Tuesday night, so you beautiful people can listen on Wednesday. I would just be thrilled if this rain would end eventually, but I digress. There we are. That's just, uh, that's life. It'd be like that sometimes. Uh, on today's episode, yes, we are going to be previewing Youngstown State. Get a good look at the Penguins. We got Joel Wetzel from the Tribune Chronicle down in Ohio to help us uh, tell us all about this Penguin team that will be waddling up to East Lansing. Yeah, you like that? Not driving up, not flying up, not stepping up. Nope, I'm going to lean into the bad Penguin pun right there just for you guys. Um, that's right. Before we get to that, though, need to do one more housekeeping thing, and that's asking you politely to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Maybe don't review it if you didn't like that waddling phrase right there, or any other you know, bad puns that I've been using in the past. Yeah, the heck, review anyway. Honest feedback is good feedback. Um, all right, guys. Uh, before we get to uh, breaking down Youngstown State, one notable piece of MSU news did happen on Tuesday, and yes, that is Alan Haller being introduced formally as athletic director uh, with a press conference and media event at Breslin Center. Yes, that is Alan Haller, not Alan Haller, like I kept repeatedly calling him the, the other day last week, and then we had a, a listener kindly reach out and tell me that uh, hey, idiot, it's not pronounced. He, he didn't say that. He did not say, hey, idiot. He said, hey, just to let you know, it's pronounced holler. Or it's pronounced haller, not holler. So, boy, did I feel like a big old dummy there, but I appreciate you uh, reaching out and letting me know for future because I'd still be calling him holler if not for that email. If you guys want to email me, by the way, lockedonspartans at gmail.com uh, for any questions. We will be hitting tomorrow's episode with a question. Uh, first thing, first tomorrow we will be having Ryan O'Blennis on from The Only Colors as well. We're going to do a little game called True or False. I'm going to be reading some statements for the MSU football season, and uh, he will answer if it's true or false, and we'll, we'll banter about it. It'll be a good time. All right, so, Alan Haller. Uh, nothing too notable from this press conference. Of course, it was nice. Uh, he was very fired up to be there. Uh, talked about the hype locker room Friday night as well as the team gave him a number 20 jersey for being the 20th athletic director in Michigan State history. Uh, the football team was very receptive to him, of course. Uh, talked how special it was to be a kid from Lansing to get this opportunity. But not just that, also an African-American from Lansing to get this opportunity as well. Uh, at the end of the press conference, Thanking everyone, got understandably uh, emotional. Thanking his late mother as well, um, Magic Johnson, 
mentioned him on Twitter, gave him a shout out. Uh, Tom Izzo spoke. Mark D'Antonio was there. Sparty was there. It was just a whole uh, hoot and a half. Seemed like a, a really nice event. And yeah, uh, I once again, we talked about it last week. I, you'd be very hard pressed to find someone that isn't uh, too excited about this hire because it's clear that Allen not only knows the athletic department, knows the uh, the area as well, but seems to be coming into this job with some passion. And I, I think we're going to start getting back to maybe you know, the days a few years ago where we do start seeing innovative things once again. Then again, time will tell. And that's not a knock on Beekman, who also uh, Haller gave a, a nod to as well for holding on the fourth last three years. I mean, that's just that's how life goes as an interim athletic director. Doesn't have too much free reign there, except Billy B. Once again, thank you for the Amish pretzels. All right, let's move on to talking about the Youngstown State Penguins. That's right, stepping on up to East Lansing uh, noon, Big Ten Network. If you are not going to the game, if you are going to the game, oh baby, that's right. First opportunity to tailgate and head to a game in two years. It is going to be popping in East Lansing. And, knock on wood, should be good weather too. Uh, perhaps a little windy on the blustery side, but you know what? You take that because the sun is supposed to still be shining. And temperatures will be in the high 70s, if not low 80s, uh, I've seen some places. So, uh, go enjoy yourself. Stay hydrated. My God, if you haven't started hydrating and carbo-loading by now, yeah, you're already falling behind. Because uh, the tailgating scene is going to be incredible. All right, so let's talk about these Youngstown State Penguins before we get to Joel Wetzel. Joel gets a little more in detail because he's the guy that covers the team and he knows all the nuances. But before that, here's just all the basic stats and facts for you. Uh, the Penguins were picked to finish third from last place in their coaches and media preseason poll in a very competitive Missouri Valley football conference. Last year, of the 16 teams in the FCS playoffs, five of those teams were from the Missouri Valley Football Conference. So, yes, slated to finish third from last. That's not necessarily the greatest. You're not going to hang a banner for that in Youngstown. But that does come with a caveat of we, we've got some we've got some brawlers here in this conference. That is the stacked conference, if not the most stacked conference in FCS. Uh, last year, the team went 1-6. In the spring season, with COVID, the FCS pushed their whole season to the spring. Uh, and from that team that went 1-6, they do return 9 starters on offense and 10 on defense. So yeah, a lot of experience returning. Um, Youngstown State did start the season. They got a win last week against Incarnate Word. They are 1-0 after a 44-41 overtime barn burner of a win. Um, Youngstown State defense... They did let up 490 yards. That's 490 yards. Um, so I do like hearing that. So yeah. Um, on the contrary, though, and you know, don't necessarily love hearing this, but yeah, they're, they're they're solid. Yeah, they gotta be good at something here. Uh, Youngstown did gain 463 yards of offense, led by Missouri Valley Football Conference Offensive Player of the Week, Jaleel McLaughlin and his 288 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. That kid can move. That kid can move. If uh, You know what? A little sneak peek. My, my three keys to the game or four keys to the game, however many I'm going to give you in Friday's episode. Uh, key, keys one through four are going to be stopping this McLaughlin kid. Uh, that would just be fantastic if they can. Like I said, guys, they do return nine starters from last year's team on offense. 
However, one of those two players they are replacing is the all-important quarterback. It is redshirt freshman Demetra Crenshaw. He threw just 12 times last game, but did run for 81 yards on a whopping 20 attempts. Uh, you'll probably find out very quickly that this team loves himself some RPO. That's right, the old tried-and-true read pass option. About the matchup here, this will be the third time MSU plays against Youngstown State with wins coming in 2011 and, of course, the 2013 game where Connor Cook came onto the scene. Yes, the Connor Cook coming out game. Four touchdown performance in a 55-17 to win, and uh, that kind of set the tone for the rest of the year, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it was at that point where we kind of realized, like, okay, the, the offense might be okay here. This is kind of the spark we needed to get going here after a, kind of a choppy first two games in that 2013 season. So, uh, hey, uh, last week, you know, score 38 points. Offense looks like it's already in a good spot, but let's let's get nuts. Let's keep this going. Let's uh, Let's make this a boring game. Please make this a boring game. Uh, we will talk more about this game. Uh, Friday's episode for sure. Tomorrow's episode, we'll talk about just more of what happened last week, the season as a whole, just more general football talk. But we will be getting back into the specifics on Friday. And, of course, the next two segments as we have Joel Wetzel from the Tribune Chronicle here to take us to church, take us to Youngstown State Church and let us know what to expect from the Penguins. But first... Need to talk to you fine folks about betonline.ag. That's right. It's that time of year again as all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this fall. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open right now at BetOnline. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's right, 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Well, Matt, what's that? (laughs) Well, awesome listener, this is what it is. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. That's for new customers only signing up when using promo code NFL100. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, golf, baseball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. That's at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And also, that's right guys, we're not done talking betting yet because we are hearing from the beautiful, beautiful people of Stat Hero. And I say beautiful people because whoo-wee, that's right, they, they put the ball in your court. They level the playing field for daily fantasy sports. I got a fun fact for you. Did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Maybe that's not a fun fact because, well, quite literally, odds are you're part of that 85%. I know I'm part of that 85%. I've taken L's left and right in daily fantasy. My goodness. But Stat Hero is here too. Like I said, level the playing field. It is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control. Here's how it works, guys. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. Have you ever even heard of something like that where you get to know their lineup before you even make yours? You also name the stakes. It's winner take all. You have all advantage. Guys, once again, they're showing you their lineups ahead of time. That is... It, 
They're crazy. They're crazy people for doing this. You are in control. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds in your favor. Go to stathero.com slash lockdown. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. That's right. They are giving you 300% match. That is unheard of. They are just all about unheard of things. Go to stathero.com slash lockdown. Once again, that is stathero.com slash lockdown. All right. Let's talk to Joel, shall we? After working every day of the holiday weekend, oh, that's right. I made sure that he will not enjoy his off day because I got my guy, Joel Wetzel of the Tribune Chronicle, here with us today to help break down this weekend's Youngstown State-Michigan State game. Thank you so, so much, Joel, for joining me on your off day. How on earth are you doing down in Ohio? It's This is probably the nicest week we've had since I moved to the Mahoning Valley as far as weather goes, so can't complain. Gotcha. We'll take that. No, no doubt about it. So you you cover the Youngstown State Penguins, and actually I'm I'm going off script here right off the top. Do you have any idea why they're called the Penguins? I, I don't ever remember walking by one in my travels to Ohio. Is there like some sort of history there, or is that is your guess as good as mine? Well, so good guess. The Penguins are not native to Northeast Ohio, but Got it. Um, okay. All right. Sometime in the 1900s, they were playing a game down in the northern panhandle of West Virginia in basketball. And I guess there was a massive snowstorm. And there are two suggestions from that night. One is in one of the cars going down to the game, it was suggested we should be called the Penguins and everyone kind of ran with it. The other is the way the basketball players were stomping and kind of flopping their arms around before the game. (laughs) Someone said they look like penguins, um, and it didn't take much time for it to just catch on from there. The interesting part is if you look through YSU archives, the suggested night it came out, they actually weren't playing a game. So I'm not quite sure. Gotcha. (laughs) I like that story, though, so I'm just going to roll with that. That, That's a great, like, piece of bar trivia. I'm going to use that no matter if it's true or not, you know, whenever I'm watching Youngstown in the future now. So, oh yeah, I pre- appreciate the little tidbit. That's nice. Um, actually, so I, I guess we should get into the game here this weekend. So just a, a little bit about Youngstown State. This is, I believe, the second year for head coach Doug Phillips, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha. Yep, awesome. So just like, what is the vibe around the program right now? Because they, of course, in FCS last year played in the spring. Uh, with mm-hmm. COVID and everything. They went one and six in their first year, but four of those teams went to the FCS playoffs. Then again, one and six is one and six. So it just what's what's the general feel around the program in year two in the Doug Phillips era? I think there's a sense of things are building, things are coming together, but realistically, they're not quite there, not where they want to be in the long run. Um that one and six record, you're right, can be a bit deceiving. They play in the toughest conference in the FCS, mm-hmm. and in each of their losses, they were within a possession in the second half. So, you know, they weren't getting boat raced by any means. I think they've taken a step forward this year, but again, with that conference schedule, it it's really hard to build up. Yeah, tough, no doubt. And, like, they, they did have a pretty solid win over Incarnate Word. I mean, yeah, they were eight-and-a-half-point favorites, and they ended up going to overtime with them, but it was kind of a shootout. I think both teams scored in the 40s. Um, so I guess coming off that game, was there anything that you saw or even going back in the preseason, is there anything that you see with this Penguin team that should scare the Spartans at all this weekend? If there's anybody that 
you should take note of. It's running back Jaleel McLaughlin. Uh, he just runs and runs and runs. I think he went for something like 220 yards against uh, Incarnate Word and ended up with the seventh most rushing yards in a game in Youngstown State history. So certainly he's the one to keep your eye on. And he can also catch passes out of the backfield. He gives them a nice two-way threat. Gotcha. And the passing thing uh, was interesting to me because I look at the box score and I see that Youngstown had 12 passing attempts versus 61 running attempts uh, last week. So is that kind of how run heavy they want to get and are typically are? Or was that just more of a symptom of how the game was going last week, in your opinion? Um, so they have a redshirt freshman at quarterback this year in Demetri Crenshaw. I'm not sure how much they want to throw 20, 30, 40 times a game if sure. they don't have to. Um, they never trailed by more than three against Incarnate Word. So between that and how Jaleel was running, if you don't have to air it out, why yeah. would you? Um, and then you look at Crenshaw's rushing numbers. He went for 80 yards and two scores. So if they can keep it on the ground and control the ball, they're going to every time. No question. And I, I also, when I was watching the, the highlights too, it, it looked like a lot of RPO, a lot of read pass mm -hmm. option. Like, is, is that kind of what we should be expecting all season? Or were you even a little bit surprised about that last year or last week? I'm sorry. I wouldn't say I was surprised. Um, Crenshaw certainly the most mobile of their quarterback group. And I think they like that he brings that to the table. Um, and, you know, it opens things up for them to kind of keep things off of Jaleel. If you don't pay attention to Demetric, he can go get five, 10 yards and keep the chains moving. Yeah, no doubt about that. And also, you know, we talk about the offense here a little bit. And one thing too, that's nice from last season, of course, once again, they did go one and six, but they return a crap ton of starters. Like I think it's nine starters on offense and 10 starters on defense, if I'm not mistaken. So mm -hmm. what unit on either side of the ball or one on each side of the ball, it's up to you, like really is, is best on each side of the ball for Youngstown? Uh, on offense, it's certainly the running backs. Um, behind Jaleel, you have Christian Turner. He is also a two-way threat. Um, maybe not the home run capabilities of Jaleel, but a, a quality back. On defense, I think... Certainly the linebackers, uh, Grant Dixon and Griffin Hook, are just two very quality starters, a lot of experience, and, you know, they're playmakers. We'll be back with Joel in a hot second, but first I need to talk to you fine folks about, here it comes, Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar. You have heard me talking about Built Bar on this podcast, or if I've ran into you in real life and you ask me, hey, do you really like Built Bar? Yeah, I've talked to you about it in real life, too, because I, I'll i stand by Built Bar. I'll, I'll go to fight for Built Bar. No question about it. You know why? Because they taste so good. All nine of the flavors. We're talking coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and many other special flavors they got every once in a while. Um, if you don't know what flavor you like... May I interest you in the mixed box? That's right. That's two of each of the nine flavors for a grand total of 18 flavors. And the best, best part about Bilt Bar are the stats right here. The stats. 17 grams of protein. Only 130 grams. I'm sorry. 130 calories, I should say. Only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs. That's that's about what every single Bilt Bar has. Give or take a few, depending on the flavor, but that that's... Just about the average of what you're going to get. That is sensational. 
you'll eat this thing and, you're, and you'll ask yourself, not, four grams of sugar, that, that is absurd. How on earth do they do it? I don't know. I'm just here to talk to you about it and tell you how amazing it is. Do you know what else is amazing? A promo code. How about promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order? That's right. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order for the best tasting protein bars in the land at BuiltBar.com. That is BuiltBar.com. Smashing promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. So was there anything that happened last week that surprised you about Youngstown, whether it's it's good or bad, like you didn't expect something that bad to happen or that good to happen? I was a little surprised by the defense giving up that last touchdown to Incarnate Word with, you know, in the two-minute drill. Usually the defense is yeah. where their bread and butter is, but at the same time, they're not going to see an air raid offense like that very often. So – how much can you weigh in on that? Um, other than that, I don't think there were a ton of surprises week one. I certainly didn't think they'd score 44 points, but that incarnate word defense is, you know, people can move the ball on you. I yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it looked a little touch and go for uh, for incarnate word. So, well, they, they tried. They, they brought it to overtime, you know, good for them. Um and I, I believe earlier today you were saying that uh, Doug Phillips, Youngstown State head coach, uh, talked to the media. Was there anything newsworthy that came out of that or anything that he said about the upcoming game this Saturday that's, that's worth sharing or was it just a classic coach speak sort of thing, um, which is what we're used to in East Lansing, honestly? Nothing earth shattering. We also got to talk to a couple players. I think it's your your standard FCS, you know, chip on your shoulder. We yeah. feel we should have been recruited at this level, so now we get our – get our shot this week let's hand them our best shot now other than McLaughlin the, the running back are there any players on Youngstown State that you yourself is surprised that wasn't recruited at a higher level I could see Demetri Crenshaw playing okay. up a level for sure um and then some of the folks on defense and actually some of the guys on defense are uh FBS transfers too so you have a nice mix there, but I would say Jaleel was first and foremost who could have taken that next step. And he actually transferred to Youngstown State from Division Two. So, oh gosh, okay. So, d- double chip on his shoulder then. Mm-hmm. That guy. Not bad, not bad at all. What do you think the, the keys of the game are for Youngstown just to keep it close, hanging around, and then surprising Michigan State at the end? Or, like, you know, hey, maybe, maybe even just a blowout right at the top. What, who am I to say? But, what do you think some keys of the game for, for Youngstown are? I think first and foremost, they cannot get off to a slow start. And it's how I felt a week ago. This is not a team I think is equipped to throw its way back into a game right now. So gotcha. they, they have to be able to keep pace. And then certainly anytime you're going up against a bigger opponent in Michigan State, you're going to need to win the turnover battle and give yourself some extra opportunities to maybe steal some points. And how are you feeling about this game? Like, do you think this is within sights for Youngstown State? Um, or, it, I mean, or is this going to be a laugher, in your opinion? I think it could be interesting for a while just because mm-hmm. of the style of play. You know, Michigan State obviously likes running the ball, too. And with sure. their performance last week, why wouldn't they? Um, but I do see this ending up becoming a 2-3 score game by the end. I think the line I saw was 19 and a half. I would say that's about right. 
All right. That's not too bad. Yeah. What side would you take then? Not 19 and a half. Uh, who's who's going to cover that spread here? Oh, that's tough. Um, so I give a weekly score prediction in the paper. And I think right now I was leaning towards something like 38, 17, 35, 10. So I suppose I would take Michigan State against the spread, but not by a lot. I was going to say, I don't even know if I'll touch that. I, I, uh, hey, Michigan State, listen, they, they had a great game last week, but I, I'm going to need to see it a little bit more than just one week against a Northwestern team that had to replace pretty much everyone from a, a year ago. So quite the difference here, though, with Youngstown, who replaces all but three starters on each side of the ball, which is banana land. So, yeah, man. I mean, is, is there anything else I missed? Anything else earth-shattering from, from Youngstown State here? I really do appreciate your breakdown, man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what we're talking I don't about. think so. Um, obviously, a healthy dose of respect for Kenny Walker based on what he did. And then yeah. the only other tidbit I got out of Keon Martin, a defensive back, was they obviously respect what Michigan State can do in the passing game. I think they were also impressed by Peyton Thorne's ability to just talk and run when he needs to yeah. and kind of get on – move you know I don't think anybody expects him to break an 80 yarder but you know five ten yards kind of like Demetri Crenshaw stood out to them yeah no doubt I mean he's, he's definitely the safer of the two MSU had a quarterback battle going on and the other guy was more you know, boomer busted his arm and this guy is just more I think it just takes care of the ball and I, I think that's definitely going to play a factor here because just like you said if an FCS team comes in your house the best way to surprise them is by them winning the turnover battle but if Thorne, knock on wood, sorry, I'm a state homer over here. I'm not a non-biased journalist like yourself. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't have Peyton throw the ball over the yard here, man. This is <laughs> He's, he's got to be smart with it. So we'll, we'll see if he, if he sticks to that. That'd be great, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, Joel, I, I can't thank you enough, man, for your time here and breaking down the Young Sun State Penguins with us. Um, looking forward to Saturday's game. And, yeah, this previews like this give me just enough information to scare me, even about an FCS opponent um, coming up to visit. Um, a, a week ago, you asked the young man from Northwestern the best spots to hang out around Evanston. I need a similar list for East Lansing. I will be making the trip off. Oh, you know what? God, this would be a super tough spot to get into on game day, but crunchies. I mean, that is a basic answer. It's so cliche. People are probably rolling their eyes, but you know what? It's basic for a good reason. I love it. It's awesome. Everyone loves it. More accessible parts, though, I always love myself some Pizza House. It's a little outside of campus. It's a very basic uh, answer. And then on top of that, oh, boy. Um, no, I can't say Harper's. Too many people will get upset at me for that. Uh, Dublin Square is fine. Dublin Square gets the job done. And okay. last but not least, the uh, Taco Bell on Trowbridge. Uh, always slaps, too. Great Mexican eater down there. Right. Little mom and pop joint called Taco Bell on, on Trowbridge. So that's, that's the... Uh, the holy trinity of eating spots in East Lance, in my opinion. I'm sure no one will have strong opinions one way or another when they listen to this podcast on that. So <laughs> there we All go. Right. I appreciate it. And huge thanks to Joel for joining us uh, on his day off, nonetheless. Uh, poor guy works a full holiday week. And, and hey, hey, you want to talk about Penguin Spartans with me? Hey, thanks a lot, man. Um, so, no, that was awesome talking with him about what to expect from the Penguins for Saturday's game and also that you know fun little tidbit on why on earth they're called the Penguins to kick off the conversation as well. So, yeah, shout-out to Joel there. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, betting on the Spartans or Penguins doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, Ron team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, hey, 
More football talk to coming tomorrow. Going to be joined by Ryan O'Blennis of the Only Colors. Play a nice little fun game of true or false. We'll see how that goes. If you have a true or false statement you want to send over, eh, lockdownspartans at gmail.com. And, yes, Friday we will be back. We will be talking about Saturday's game more in depth with, of course, a little bit of betting action at the very end. All right, guys. Go Green!